If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 789 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. Getting back into the swing of things here. How's everybody doing? Did you survive the opening rounds of March Madness, guys? What an epic start uh, to March Madness here. We are down to the Sweet 16. A little bit sad that we don't have any uh, day sweats here. Obviously, we have to wait until Thursday for March Madness to return, but I have an early sharp report for you here. A couple sides that I'm noticing getting hit. A sharp dog and a sharp favorite. Uh, and then also, we do have some hoops to bet on tonight. Don't think that just because... Uh, March Madness is over with, or you know, taking a break here. It's not over with, obviously, but taking a few-day break, it doesn't mean that we don't have any college basketball to bet on. We have the CBI tournament. I have a very interesting total that I want to talk about with you guys tonight. So I have a five-pack to share with you. Uh, I have one CBI play in college basketball. I have three uh, bets here in the NBA, one side and two totals. Then also, I have a bet for you in the NHL. Pretty sharp uh, move here toward a road team and a good motivational angle. So a five-pack to start our week, guys, and then we'll finish up the pod with an early Sweet 16 sharp report. So it's almost like, in a way, kind of an NFL week where uh, we can kind of uh, see where the early moves are, monitor them for the next few days, and then uh, come to a decision here uh, deciding on who we want to go with. But again, two early lines uh, are catching my eye here. Uh, but how's everybody doing? Did you have a good weekend here? Uh, Friday wasn't a great day. Uh, one in five, minus 4.09 units on the on the Market Insights pod. We got FAU. UVM let me down, Drake let me down, Sabres and Caps uh, 0-2 in the NHL, and then the UConn under didn't come through either. And I would just say, guys, March Madness, I'm having a, a, a not as good of a March Madness this year as I'm having as I had last year when I was in Vegas. I think there's two things going on. Number one, I'm kicking myself for not betting more unders. Uh, unders are 35 and 17, 67%. Although, 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 you did see some regression yesterday where overs went six and two. But really what's been a surprise is that favorites have been, they have been profitable, but they've been slightly better than dogs. 26, 25, and 1 
against the spread. So that's 51%. So the unders are killing it. Again, you had some regression yesterday. And I'm kicking myself for not betting more unders. We kind of talked about it as a general rule of thumb, but you know, personally, my bets, I, I should have bet more unders than I did. Uh, but it's really these dogs that haven't barked quite as loud as they have in recent years. So, you know, the UVM game. It really, what hasn't been coming through is these sharp line moves where like a dog goes plus four to plus three and a half. Or, you know, UVM is plus eleven to plus ten and a half. Sure, there have been some dog upsets. Uh, Penn State was a good winner uh, that I had, you know, previously in the tournament. But that's been a bit of a disappointment here. Uh, so we're gonna continue to grind, continue to stick with it. And I would just say, if you're not having a great March Madness, or it has been not quite as good as you've wanted it to, number one, keep grinding, stick with it. But at least hopefully you didn't have the uh, the Gonzaga uh, laying the points there last night because you talk about bad beats, you talk about backdoor covers. Again, they pretty much they even out long term. You'll get clipped by some really bad beats. You'll have some great backdoor covers in your life. But uh, if anyone had a laying a four and a half with Gonzaga, OMG. Uh, we actually uh, changed the channel, and uh, me and the fiance watched uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which was a really weird movie, but a fantastic movie. I get why it won all these Oscars. Uh, but I didn't even really track that Gonzaga game because you're watching a movie. Then I see on Twitter, Twitter's blowing up. I'm getting all these notifications. OMG. Uh, if, you did, if you missed it, I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen it. Uh, there's some great tweets from our uh, VEASAN account at people reacting to that insane shot at the end uh, at, at Circa. Uh, but, like, millions of dollars changed hands on that one shot. If you don't know what I'm talking about, basically, Gonzaga's covering the number. Uh, they're a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, and what happened was there was .7 seconds left. Game's at, totally out of hand. And then what happens? Uh, the guy uh, throws the ball up. No one touches it. It gets to half court. A couple feet Inside half court, launches a three, nails the three. So what happens? TCU loses by three. So that meaningless three-pointer uh, was a epic miracle cover if you're on TCU and maybe the worst backdoor cover, or sorry, wor- uh, worst uh, bad beat that you're ever going to suffer uh, with, with uh, Gonzaga there. So at least you didn't hopefully have uh, Gonzaga laying the points that make you feel a little bit better. Uh, but again, seeing if we can continue to grind, guys, I would say just a couple things real quick. Um, one, I want to thank everyone for coming out to the DraftKings party. Uh, which was in Boston at Banners. I was really honored and uh, excited and humbled to be a part of it. On Saturday, uh, Banners is, if you haven't been downtown Boston in a while, it's really gone a total transformation because uh, walking inside the garden, um, they totally revamped it. There's these cool like stairs that you go up to the stadium, and then they have all these new restaurants, and it's almost like a new, uh, it's almost like a Patriot place in a way. But uh, at Banners, we were there uh, at noon. I was there pretty much all day with my, uh, with my DraftKings buddies. I uh, got to meet Zidane Chara which was a lifelong, um, you know, I'm like, I'm like, it, it's kind of funny. Like I'm 35 years old now. I'm like too old to get excited for pro athletes. Now it's just like, yeah, they're just people. But I saw Chara. Not only was he like a million feet tall, nicest guy you're ever going to meet. But I had, I had a little, I had some butterflies meeting Chara thinking back to 2011 and what a great captain he was. So I got to meet Chara. I got to meet James White. Uh, I did not ask him. I should have about why didn't Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Butler play in the Super Bowl. But either way, guys, it was great. Got to hang out with a lot of DraftKings people uh, and really uh, had a great time at Banner. So thank you all for being a part of it. And uh, if you missed that one, I'm sure there'll be another one here upcoming. But a uh, lot to get to today, guys. As I mentioned, we got a five-pack here. See if we can start off our week on a good note as we, uh, as we await, obviously, the return of the Sweet 16 here. But as I mentioned, I got a five-pack. So let's see if we can start our week off right. One college, three NBA. Uh, and then one NHL along with an early Sweet 16 Sharp Report. So, uh, if you haven't done it yet, real quick housekeeping, guys, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. It's called the VEASAN Daily. All you have to do is go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Uh, hit, uh, go to the, uh, put in your email, hit submit, 
And then every single morning, you're going to wake up to fantastic sports betting coverage. So uh, we let off, obviously, with reaction to the weekend and then looking ahead toward, obviously, the Sweet 16. Uh, Dave Tooley has his ATS report, which is great. We already have some early previews. I have my Sweet 16 uh, early sharp report. Adam Burke has a couple plays. Greg Peterson has already posted his lines. Uh, so there's a lot to get you excited for. Also, our betting MLB betting guide coming out Tuesday. Uh, so you can look at uh, Adam Burke's team-by-team previews. And I'm excited because um, you're looking at a couple futures bets that I've already made, a couple teams to win the Central. I've already bet on the Cardinals uh, and the Cleveland Guardians to win their divisions. But uh, I'm waiting for some win total data. So hopefully my buddy John Ewing uh, pretty soon here once the WBC is over, which, by the way, I got to bet on USA uh, in the championship game. That's coming up, I believe, tomorrow. So maybe we'll hit on that tomorrow. But um, anyway, uh, Trey Turner obviously uh, has been killing it. And Ken Griffey, you know, it's all, you know you're getting old when you see Ken Griffey uh, still hitting homers though in batting practice. Uh, Ken Griffey, the kid, uh, which when I was uh, when I was playing little league, everyone tried to imitate his swing. Uh, he was uh, basically the cool, the epitome of cool when I was in uh, you know elementary school. Uh, but anyway, uh, WBC is going on. But I am excited for a fresh batch of data for MLB win totals, looking at bets and dollars and approaching it from a data perspective. So we'll hit on some baseball here pretty soon. Once WBC ends. Opening day, I think, is like, what, like 10 days away, a week away? That's pretty close here. So uh, all that information in the daily uh, VEASAN newsletter. We also have links to all of our podcasts, promos for legal sports books. Again, take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. It's a win-win. And I can tell you, now that I am a, a fully legal sports better in my state, legal state of Massachusetts, shopping for the best line is fantastic. I have like five apps already. And anytime I go to bet a game in my app, uh, I have a, a bet tracker app. I have all my books listed, and when I go to bet a game, my app tells me, of my five books, which one's giving me the best number. So if I'm on a, you know, an over, and everyone's at 125, then I can find a 124.5, boom. It highlights me that, uh, that, better, uh, that better, hopefully, closing line value and hopefully winner there. So uh, it's been great, but of course, in the newsletter, we'll give you all those uh, promos for legal sports books. So take advantage, again, help you win to just get any kind of extra half point or better juice price. Uh, and then lastly, make sure you get... Uh, if you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey, get a VEASAN all-access membership. Become a pro member. It's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We have our March Madness offer, only 19 bucks for a full month of service at VEASAN. Covers you not just college hoops, but all sports included. So you get all the best bets uh, sent to your inbox uh, throughout the day. That's really just a great part of it, knowing what Mitch and Pauly and uh, the whole crew and Matty Humans and Will Hill. Congrats to my buddy Will Hill for winning the college basketball uh, tournament there uh, or the picks tournament. Uh, the picks challenge. I don't know what the name of it exactly was, but Will Hill did a good job. So Will's my buddy. Uh, so shout out to Will. But you'll get all those plays from Will Hill and everyone else uh, in that in that uh, afternoon email, a co- couple times a day. So you also get the um, live stream of all the Veasan shows, all the articles behind the paywall, all the great DraftKings percentages, all included when you, when you become a member. Veasan.com/slash/subscribe. Then lastly, get on Twitter. Of course, you break the internet with that uh, TCU backdoor cover and awful historic uh, bad beat there. For of course uh, the the Zags, uh, but either way, Twitter is a great resource for sports betters because it allows you to uh, get information quicker than anywhere else. So following uh, local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, direct messaging people, getting updates on injuries. Obviously, you know hockey. I'm looking at goalies, and uh, you know baseball. We'll look at starting pitchers and lineups coming out. NBA load management, of course. Uh, but Twitter is where you can get that info first. So get on Twitter. Follow at Veasan Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore Insights. Uh, but with that being said, guys, let's dive into some sweats for today. So I want to start off with some college basketball because uh, I was really excited about this bet this morning. I've gotten a little bit nervous, and I'm getting a lot of DMs uh, and tweets and emails from you guys about this game because uh, we looked real good in the morning, 
and the line's kind of gone away from us, and now it becomes that uh, that eternal conundrum in betting of, you know, what do you do uh, if you bet a game and the line goes against you? Obviously, our goal is always to beat the closing line, so if we bet a number, we want the number to move toward us after we bet it, but it doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes things happen. Sometimes there's sharp action that is conflicting or goes the other way, or there's an injury. You know, these things happen in betting. It's No one has a crystal ball here. So the game that I'm talking about is a CBI game, Radford and San Jose State. Now, I'll tell you why I love this uh, game this morning. Uh, I was talked about it in the Morning Bets pod. Uh, number one, this is the CBI. So if you're unfamiliar with the CBI, um, this is a neutral court. This game is going to be played in, where is it, Daytona Beach at the Ocean Center. Um, obviously, it's not the you know the, the big dance here. It's the little dance. I don't know whatever, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but the reason why I really like this over, a couple things going on here. Number one, we saw good early movement to the over. The total opener on 127. Got bet up all the way to 128. Uh, at the time this morning, there were only 68% of bets, but 82% of money on the over. Uh, and we have seen, um, you know, some good his- historical angles to the over in the CBI. So if you just look at the CBI this year, uh, totals are four and four, four overs, four unders. But if you look since 2017 in the CBI, the over is 39 and 24, 62%. Radford is 4-0 to the over their last four. Uh, but the other thing here is like, you know, obviously March Madness, you have a lot of pressure. Um, you lock down on defense CBI. I just don't know if the motivation is there as much, or you don't lock in on defense, or maybe you just don't play as, as good defense. Maybe that's part of it here where we've seen these overs do very well. So I'm thinking we got a, we got a nice overplay here. Now, of course, what happened? Uh, I, I submit the, I wake up at 4am. I do the morning bets pot. I take a nap. I wake up, I'm getting blasted. Uh, what do I do? What do I do? Radford, San Jose state. The line is down to 125. Well, first off, I'm like, Jesus, come on, man. Uh, it's never a good sign when you bet a line and it goes the other way. It tells you that you uh, you got on the wrong side of it. Uh, but I think what's important here is a couple things. Number one, definitely got to fully admit, as, as a market-driven better, there's a lot of respected money. And it's funny this way. It all, sometimes sports doesn't betting doesn't it feel personal sometimes. It's like, of course, the play that I choose the second I bet it, it goes the other way. But anyway, um, we got to fully admit, the market, there was some under money that came in, quite a bit of under money. Open 120, uh, got to 128. Open 127, up to 128, now down to 125. Uh, So fully admit, under money came in. Uh, We are starting to see it, though, tick back up here. I'm starting to see some books get up to 125.5. So here's the way I would approach it. Number one, if you already bet the over, you know, 127, 128, I'm just sticking with my bet. That's what I did. I'm sticking with it. Uh, I'm not going to cash out. I'm not going to bet the other side. I'm not going to double down and, you know, maybe turn one loss into two. I'm just going to stick with my original bet. Uh, I buried the lead, though. One reason why I like this over as well and hopefully Ken Palm is going to come through for us. But Ken Palm's uh, projected uh, out, outcome here is a 70-65 to 65 game. If you add those two numbers up, uh, that is 135. So Ken, Ken Palm has a 135. Uh, again, CBI overs are 62%. That, so, that sounds pretty good to me. So I didn't really understand this under movement. You got Here's the thing about being a market-driven better. Even if you don't understand it, you have to respect it. I may not agree with it, but it doesn't matter if I agree or not. It's what... The sharp, wise guys, the, the guys who have influence uh, over the sports books, who have respect and have a long track record of success, success. It matters what they think, not what I think. And again, it's like oftentimes you're like, oh, do you agree with the move? It doesn't matter if I agree with it or not. It's what the market is doing. So anyway, uh, if you already bet it, I'm sticking with it. Now, if you want to, if you saw that huge move to the under and now you want to bet the under and be with that sharp move, I don't really like that either because a lot of the wise guys who hit this, they hit it at under 128 under 127 and a half. If you're betting under 125 now, you're getting the worst of the number. 
Uh, so I don't really, I never want to get the worst of the number either, you know, either from betting it early and having it go the other way or having it move so much that now you are really getting the worst of it. So I don't think it's an underplay either. So here's what I would do. Um, if you haven't bet it yet, um, I'm going to buy low and take this over uh, still. So I'm either going to dance with the one who brung me with my original bet or I'm going to lay off or I'm going to get the, uh, and again, if you want to lay off, the whole point would be you had early move under or sorry, early move over and then late move under. And it's just, Hey, conflicting data both ways. I'm not going to play it. But because I have this good CBI historical edge, because I have this really good Ken Palm projected final score of 135, again, I never see 10-point discrepancies in totals between Ken Palm uh, and the betting market. That's just almost unheard of. Um, and then also, again, you had a pretty good bet split. It's evened out a bit, but again, it was like 68% bets, 82% money on the over. So my angle here officially for the pod is I'm going to take the over 125 and a half. Um, I don't want to be stubborn and just, again, stick with the original bet. But the whole point being is if you're betting the under now, you're getting the worst of it. And I'm still going to lean on the over because I think, number one, this is going to be your low water mark. I don't see it moving much further than this. If anything, I think you maybe creep back up toward the over. But a 135 Ken Palm, again, CBI over 62%. I hope this is, you know, uh, maybe uh, kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, an omen here. But the Eastern Kentucky-Indiana State game I'm looking at, I didn't get down on it. But um, that is a pretty – they're scoring a lot of points, basically. I think they both had, like – 45 points at half and that's another cbi game so uh that live line i think is now like 170 and that over under was 150 so hopefully that's kind of an omen of these cbi games getting being very high scoring so uh long story short again this was a very confusing one i think this is why sports betting is really difficult it can be really frustrating is you can have a great breakdown and then boom the second you bet it it can go the other way Uh, but as but you as the better it becomes then the onus on you as a decision maker you know do you want to lay off There's never anything wrong with laying off. Uh, Do you want to take the under? You could. There's a lot of under money, but you're getting the worst of it. Do you stick with the original bet? That's what I like to do. Or if you haven't bet it at all yet, I'm still going over based on that really good Ken Palm discrepancy. So long story short, if you got a bad Radford over 128, I'm sticking with it. But for the uh, purposes of the Market Insights pod right now, let's take the current number. I'm going over 125.5 for Radford and for San Jose State. Uh, keep on cruising, guys. Now let's go over to uh, a little bit of NBA. I got three bets for you in the NBA. First one on the board for me uh, in the NBA, I'm going to take a shot on the Indiana Pacers. Not a perfect play, but I think there's kind of a motivational angle you can take advantage of tonight. So the Pacers are at the Hornets. It's a 7 o'clock game. Uh, this game actually opened around Pacers minus 1. Uh, you've seen the Pacers now get up to minus 2. So pretty consistent movement here toward Indiana. It's a bit of a public play. We also have a lot of respected money as well. I think it's like 68% bets, 70% money, something like that. Um, but here's the motivational angle in terms of um, your, the, your postseason chances, basically. So one, just we're getting the line movement toward Indy. Again, minus one to minus two. Uh, so the line is moving in our direction. Indy's been playing pretty decent. They're six and four their last 10. Charlotte is two and eight their last 10. They're 11 and 24 at home. They're one of the worst teams in the NBA. So even though Indiana doesn't have the greatest record in the world, the Pacers are 32 and 39. Charlotte obviously is you know terrible, 22 and 50. But 32 and 39, seven games below 500. You got to remember there it's happened a few years ago. When was it the bubble that it started? I think somewhere around there. But we have the play-in tournament in the NBA now. So believe it or not, Indiana is alive and well for the play-in. Their play-in chances. I just t- took a look at the standings in the NBA, and the Indiana Pacers are currently your 11 seed, only the, the top 10 make it to the play-in, but they're only one and a half games back of making the play-in. So Indiana has reason to play, play hard and play well uh, to make this uh, this play-in tournament. They're not going to get the number one pick. They've won too many games for that. Uh, versus you look at the Charlotte Hornets, who 
have a ton of injuries. LaMelo Ball got hurt again. Uh, they have a bunch of other guys out. Uh, Williams, Cody Martin, also Michael Jordan. This just looks like he's going to sell the team. I don't think really think that has a huge influence, but really the you know the the ship is sinking when it comes to the Charlotte Hornets here uh, versus a Pacers team who to me is the lesser of two evils with motivation to play well because they're playing for the play-in. Uh, look at offensive efficiency. Not great Indiana, but they're 24 versus dead last for the Charlotte Hornets. So again, not a perfect play. If this was a you know state line stayed the same or dipped toward Charlotte, I wouldn't play it. But because we're getting a little movement to the Pacers, uh, because they have this uh, motivational angle and you have a lot of injuries for Charlotte, I'm going with the Pacers here, guys. So uh, I took the Pacers here on the money line. I got the Pacers at uh, minus 125. Uh, next bet for me, I'm going to take a total play here. Give me the uh, T-Wolves and the Knicks. I'm going under 228.5 if you can find it, hopefully. If not a 228, but I see a couple hooks out there with the 228.5. Uh, anyway, Knicks and Timberwolves. Right off the bat, Seen a lot of respected uh, under money hit this total. Uh, the total opened at 230. You're now down to 228 and a half. Uh, that's notable because you're getting almost 65% of bets on the over. So if the public's betting the over, why is this line falling? Why are the odds makers dropping the total uh, to give out a better number to the public who already likes the over anyway? Well, I smell a rat. Tells me respect to money's on the under. I think a lot of it has to do with injuries. Um, you're looking at the, um, uh, the injury report here. For the T-Wolves, they got a lot of guys out. Uh, Anthony Edwards is doubtful. Jalen Noel is doubtful. Nas Reed, Gobert, Austin Rivers, Ant- Carl Anthony Town. What's up with him? He's been out forever. But you have a lot of injuries here toward the T-Wolves. I think that's why you saw some line movement toward the Knicks. The Knicks opened minus 8. Now they're up to minus 8.5. But a lot of injuries uh, to a lot of really good offensive players. So obviously your offense is going to take a hit if these guys aren't out there, especially Anthony Edwards. Uh, also kind of a big spread underplay. You know, the Knicks are favored by eight and a half. Now, once you get close to double digits, uh, whole point being there is you get up big, you take your foot off the gas. You kind of just say, Hey, we're up by 25. Hopefully the Knicks in the fourth quarter, let's just, you know, chew up the entire shot clock and just get out of there with a win. Maybe stop pushing the pace. That's always the goal, but the data does prove that out. Uh, Knicks, by the way, are number 27 in terms of pace this year, the 27th fastest or flip it. They're like the fourth, third or fourth slowest. Uh, team in the NBA. So uh, they play good defense. They're very slow. Uh, the Knicks are five and one to the under their last six. The under is seven and one. Uh, they're the last eight head to head between these teams. So I'm going to take a shot on this under again, open two thirty. you're down to two twenty eight and a half. and uh, some two twenty eights out there. Uh, try to find the hook two twenty eight and a half. but I'm going under here. Slow pace team, major injuries, uh, big spread under uh, some good sharp money under I'm going Knicks and T wolves under two twenty eight and a half. Uh, one more bet for you in the NBA. I'm going to take a shot on the under in the Warriors-Rockets game. Give me the Rockets-Warriors under 237.5. So it's a very high total. Uh, I have a good system match on the high total under. Give, give you that in one second. But uh, this game opened with a total of 239. So very high number here, 239. We've now seen it get bet, bet down to 237.5. So, again, just tracking the way this line is moving. You've seen some respected money hit this under. Uh about 55% of bets. It's not crazy overwhelming to the over, but a majority of bets are on the over. Yet, this line is dropping, so it tells me respect the money hit this under. Uh, Houston is one of your dead last worst offensive efficiency teams in the NBA. They're ranked number 29th. Houston, though, is pretty good to the under recently. They're 4-1 to the under their last five. They're 5-1 to the under their last six. And they're 4-1 to the under their last five head-to-head between these teams. Uh, mentioned earlier, but you know, get up big, take your foot off the gas, big spread under. Uh, you have the Warriors. They open, I think, minus nine and a half, minus ten. Now they're up to like ten and a half. So it looks like money's going Warriors here. But um, that would be another big spread under system match. 
But here's the other system play that gets me pretty pumped to take this under. If you look at the totals, the high totals, uh, 235 or more. That's kind of a line of demarcation of if you're 235 or more, you're a very high total. Um, you know, it used to be like an insane number. Obviously, today's NBA, you do get a lot of uh, higher totals in general now. I remember the days of, you know, a total of 198 or 200. You're not going to get that anymore. But anyway, when the total is 235 or more this year in the NBA, the under is 112 in 77 that's 59 percent so you're cashing pretty much 60 percent here to the under with a high total uh that's units one almost 25 units one hundred dollar better be up uh, around 2500 bucks a 13 percent return on investment so it's been it's really paid uh to take the under in these very high uh total games here so i'm gonna take a shot on this under i'm going warriors and rockets under 237 and a half so in the nba uh we have the pacers money line Minus 125. Minnesota under 228.5. Try to find the hook there if you can, if not 228. And then Houston under 237.5. Uh, that about does it for the first half of the VEASAN Market Insights pod. I have a five-pack for you, so we just hit on four of them. Just got all our basketball out of the way. Uh, but now we're going to come back after the break, talk some NHL. I have one bet in the NHL for you. And then we're going to get you pumped here for the Sweet 16. I got two early plays here that caught my eye. With one sharp line move to a favorite. One sharp line move to a dog. And then there's actually a total that I'm I'm staring at the board right now. It's, it's popping uh, as we speak. So we'll hit on that when we return on episode 789 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. With me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with. And sweat some games at banners with. Sadly, Furman was my uh, my first bet of the day, five and a half, and they got blown out there. But uh, anyway, sweating games together, hopefully cashing. Uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to finish up strong in episode 789 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. March Madness is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Uh, looking toward another big day uh, in the arena. Uh, hope uh, hope your brackets aren't totally busted. Obviously, if you had uh, Bama or Houston, uh, they're looking pretty good right now. The, really, the Red Sea is parting here for Alabama. They're plus 350, favored to cut down the nets. Uh, Houston is plus 360 right behind them. Then you have UCLA and UConn, uh, plus 900. Texas Creighton, uh, both plus 1,000 there. Uh, Tennessee Gonzaga, plus 1,100. And then everyone else is pretty far off there. But anyway, Alabama-Houston. Those are two one seeds that actually are living up to the hype thus far. And Houston, good news with the uh, three-day break here. Sasser uh, gets some time off here to hopefully uh, hopefully get his groin uh, back together. And I do have a chalk bracket with Alabama and Houston facing off, so I'm rooting for that, uh, obviously, here. But anyway, uh, guys, looking toward today, we talked about uh, four bets already. Uh, Radford over. I'm going to buy low and still take that over, 125.5. If you bet a bad over 120 earlier, I'm just sticking with it. NBA, Pacers money line. Uh, Minnesota under, Houston under. Now let's go over to the NHL. I got one bet in the NHL uh, that uh, continues to, to rise here. So this is like, uh, as, as it was bad news, that Radford line dipping, well, this is good news. This is a morning bets pod play that is continuing to tick up in favor of the Florida Panthers. So give me the Panthers here, guys. Uh, they are on the road at the Detroit Red Wings. Um, Florida opened as low as a minus 150, minus 160 favorite. Uh, when I was looking at them earlier today, they were around minus 180. Now you're creeping up closer to minus 190. So line continues to go toward Florida. Uh, they match quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of system matches here for me. A rested road division favorite, 68% this year. A road favorite off a win, 64%. Road favorite sweet spot. So if you're a road favorite uh, between minus 150 and minus 200, you're 69, actually 70% here, uh, 9% ROI. Favorite off a win versus an opponent who missed the postseason last year, 66%. Uh, we also have a road favorite minus 175 or more, 71% this year with a 5% ROI. So quite a few system matches here on Florida. Uh, if you look at the Panthers, they have a big advantage offensively. Uh, they are averaging 3.5 goals a game versus 2.9 for Detroit. Panthers are playing pretty good hockey recently. They're 5-1 and one their last six. If you want to sweat this game, by the way, it'll be on uh, NHL Network at 7 o'clock. Uh, better power play, nothing crazy, but 22% versus 20%. Florida this year, 28-23 and 23 as a favorite. Detroit just 20-29 and 29 as a dog. Florida is 2-0 uh, head-to-head here against the Detroit Red Wings this year. They beat them 5-1. They beat them 3-2. Uh, also motivation. 
you know, Florida is one point out of the final wild card spot. So they're making a push here, trying to catch things, the Penguins and the Islanders for the last wild card spot. Meanwhile, Detroit is pretty much eliminated. They're technically still alive. They'd have to win pretty much every game, and everyone else would have to lose. So it's extremely unlikely here. But also, Detroit has made a bunch of trades and gotten rid of a lot of guys. Uh, so to me, this is a uh, Florida team with a really sharp line movement, a lot of system matches, motivated to play well, only one point out of the wild card versus a Detroit team that's pretty much packing it in. So I'm going to take this sharp line move. Give me the Florida Panthers. Uh, shop around. You can still get the Panthers around like minus 190. So for the pod here, we'll call it minus 190 uh, to Florida. Uh, also, we got to talk some Sweet 16. So finishing up the pod here today, a uh, couple of games just to keep an eye out for. Again, we'll see how the dust settles. I think what's important is you're betting against the public. Um, public's not really betting these Sweet 16 games yet. They're going to wait till Thursday, till Friday, really, you know, last 24 hours or so. Um, so the percentages that we reference are real. Obviously, they're legit, 100%, transparent. Um, but the public really hasn't had their say. So uh, someone told me a long time ago, bet favorites early, dogs late. It's kind of you know, bode, boded pretty well. Or, um, or is it, it, bode, it bodes well, it boded well, it bid well. I don't know how you say that. Uh, and, the, and I'm an English major. I should know that. Uh, but anyway, it's that's bode, it bodes well. Has, you know, Long story short, uh, favorites early, dogs late. So whole point being is when you're going contrarian, you want to wait for the public to really get down and really get their, their public bias injected into the market. And that's not going to happen for a couple of days. But... Obviously, there are lines that have been posted, and there are lines that are moving here. So uh, a couple of notable bets that caught my eye. One is Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State is playing Kansas State. Uh, This one is really interesting because uh, the way this is shaping up is it's kind of looking to be a really sharp fade the trendy dog play. Uh, So Michigan State, um, actually, this game opened at a pick and right off the bat, that line kind of was fishy to me because uh, Michigan State here, uh, going to this matchup, they are the worst-seeded team. Uh, Sparty... Uh, is your seven seed. Uh, Michigan State uh, beat USC in the first round, 72-62. Uh, then they beat Marquette, 69-60. But K-State, uh, they are your three seed. So K-State is your three, Michigan State's your seven. So why, right off the bat, did this line open at a pick I even actually saw one book that opened K-State a one-point favorite. But either way, neutral court, you have a you have a three versus a seven. Shouldn't the three be a much bigger favorite? Shouldn't the three just be a favorite in general? And shouldn't it be more of a favorite? Why on earth is this uh, game so tight? And here's where it gets good, guys. Michigan State is having the line movement in their favor. Uh, again, opening, we'll call it roughly a pick but it was a pick Now it got up to overnight Michigan State minus one, minus one and a half. And now I'm seeing Michigan State up to minus two. So a ton of Sparty money is coming in. Uh, again, fishy. Why is the line going to the seven over the three? But here's what I really like in terms of a bet split. Uh, currently, you are only getting 39% of bets on Sparty but they're taking into account 60% of the money. So that's a really good low bets, higher dollar bet split, uh, looking to kind of tell us that, hey, Sparty is pretty pretty a sharp play here. And again, you get Michigan State, um, didn't have the best regular season, but Tom Izzo, he had a great quote. He's like, what are you going to do in New York? And he's like, I want to ride in a cab, and I want to get a big big uh, slice of pizza, the New York-style slice. So uh, he's a man of the people there, Tom Izzo. But again, Izzo in March. This is like, you know, what is it, Reggie Jackson or David Ortiz, Mr. October. Uh, you know, Mr. March here for Izzo. But what I like about this one is, again, public K-State, yet the line going to Michigan State. So Michigan State looks pretty sharp. But also keep an eye on that under. It opened 139.5. You're down to 137.5. And we have seen a um, pretty good bet split that under. Uh, it's only getting, I think, like 40% of bets, yet the line is dropping. So keep an eye on Michigan State. They look pretty sharp here. The other one that caught my eye uh, is Arkansas and Connecticut. Um, Arkansas has been really just an incredible team to bet on, not a great team to bet against. 
Uh, we look at Arkansas. Obviously, they took down uh, Vermont, which was not great. Um, or did they? No, that was last year. Sorry, I'm thinking of the, of the wrong one here. Uh, but Arkansas beat Illinois, uh, and they beat Kansas. That was a really, really sharp play. Uh, if you noticed uh, that play to uh, to um, to Kansas or sorry to Arkansas over the uh, over the weekend here, uh, but anyway, uh, sharp play uh, toward Arkansas here. Connecticut actually opened this game as a four point favorite. Uh, it was pretty much a line freeze. Public about sixty percent is on UConn, yet it stayed at four. But now it's down to three and a half. So the line is dipping to three and a half after opening at four. Pretty much just three and a half across the board, despite public here on UConn. So it tells me a lot of respect to money here uh, is hitting Arkansas. Uh, with the points causing this line move to uh, to, to move in their favor uh, to move in their favor, uh, also th- so again Arkansas sharp move Michigan State sharp move. Then I'm noticing a couple totals that are moving. FAU and Tennessee. This game open it was Tennessee minus five. It's still minus five, but that total dipped a little bit. Open around 132. You're down to around 131 and a half, 131. So uh, Tennessee obviously plays great defense. Is pretty slow. We've seen some under money I hit that one. Uh, UCLA and Gonzaga. This one is fascinating uh, from a couple different perspectives here. Uh, but one, if you look at kind of the way the line is moving, it looks like UCLA is taking in some money here against Gonzaga. U- UCLA opened around a one and a half point favorite. Now they're up to minus two. So you're seeing this line move toward uh, UCLA here. Uh, UCLA right now is getting around 52% of bets, but almost 70% of the money. So public doesn't know what to do. They see two really good teams. How do you not take the Zags and the points? And then how do you not take UCLA laying such a short number? I was watching that UCLA game. Uh, one of their good players, I think, twisted his ankle or got hurt. we got to double-check his injury status. I think Singleton was his name. Uh, but anyway, um, pretty much public split, but Lions going to UCLA. Tells me some UCLA uh, money is coming in there. That could be a, a money line play for me on UCLA, as long as they don't become a big public spot. Uh, and then uh, another couple no- uh, more totals for you, Miami and Houston. Uh, open Houston minus seven, still minus seven. But I did notice that line dropped to the total. Uh, that was a opener of around 139. Now you're down to 137 and a half. This looks like some under money coming in there in the Houston matchup. Obviously, Houston, great defensive team. Then the other one that caught my eye was Bama and San Diego State. San Diego State, obviously, it was San Diego State who beat my, uh, uh, was it, I'm double checking there. Uh, San Diego State uh, to the under. Uh, that's what I meant to say. So that total opened. What was it? Um, 137. Now you're down to 136 and a half, 136. So that could be another one to monitor there uh, toward that under. But again, Arkansas, Michigan State, a couple unders here coming in. Just to wet your whistle, get you excited here, uh, obviously, for uh, for the next round of, uh, of March Madness here, Sweet 16 kicking off on Thursday. Uh, but that about does it. For today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 789, getting back in the groove, hopefully starting off the week here on a good note. Uh, But reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights Pod, if you enjoy the Morning Bets Pod, if you enjoy the data-driven approach to sports betting, will you be a millionaire overnight? No. Uh, But will it allow you to grind and, uh, and, you know, turn something uh, that you view as a hobby into an investment? Yes, I think that's what uh, it can do for you. So uh, if the pod has helped you, uh, either pod has helped you, or the Sharp Reports, or the way that we talk about games, has it changed the way that you approach games? And again, there's no perfect way to bet on sports. If you're a pro, what you want to do, obviously, is set your own numbers and play the discrepancy plays. I'm not a professional better. I am a data-driven market better. So I'm looking at the market, uh, identifying where the pros are at, where the public is at, uh, and I'm trying to beat the closing line and, and really look at the data. So there's different ways to skin a cat. But if the Market Insights pod has helped you, uh, to think through betting in a different way, hopefully to cash some bets, to, uh, you know, maybe you are a more of a contrarian better, 
betting against the public. You're putting on the hazmat suit every now and again. Creighton dog to fave. That was a big one yesterday. Dog to fave line move. Little things like that that we talk about. Uh, maybe you are paying attention to system plays and uh, betting percentages, line movement, all that kind of stuff. If any of that has helped you along, maybe you're a flat better now. You used to parlay everything. If any of our uh, any of the insights that I provide have helped you along in your sports betting journey and you want to make my day, let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in grinding in the arena every day. And there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to pick one up, it really make my day. If you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, at the Encore in Boston, or MGM Springfield, or Plain Ridge Park Casino, or in New York, breaking handle records every day, or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, sweating sharp contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, with a uh, sharp contrarian ticket in your hand and a pina colada in the other with your feet at, uh, in the pool at Stadium Swim, or getting a victory burger at the end of the night, uh, end of the night, or the Mandalay Bay, or the Superbook, my two other favorite books, uh, when I, whenever I go to Vegas, uh, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. If you had a TCU ticket, you're going to show me the TCU ticket and we're going to celebrate for you. If you had a Zags ticket, I'm going to buy you a beer because that was just one of the worst bad beats. One of the greatest backdoor covers. Again, it's funny how one man's trash is another man's treasure. I know the books were happy, uh, that, uh, that TCU covered that number, but, uh, beers on me. If you had Gonzaga, that, that was a rough one there. Uh, but anyway, guys, my parting words, as always, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money. Never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game. And if we can find that sweet spot and really grind that sweet spot, uh, you know, long term, finding games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors long term. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Calm before the storm here until March Madness returns. Let's see if we can grind out. Some profitable days uh, before the Sweet 16 comes back here. But enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Monday. Good luck. And hopefully you can uh, cash some tickets, as the wise man of Eason likes to say, uh, Mr. Musburger himself. That's what it's all about. Don't forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great day, guys. Good luck. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.